Good morning, and thank you uh, once again for joining with me. And we are making our way uh, through the book of 1 Corinthians, and we have made it to chapters 7, 8, and 9. And so if you've got a Bible, you've got a moment to do so, open it. And uh, let's make some summary comments uh, about these uh, three chapters and then come back and we'll uh, kind of zero in on chapter 9, uh, verses 24 through the end of the chapter. Uh, in chapter 7, uh, Paul has some very practical, very biblically sound and, and, and uh, in a way that's consistent with everything else the Bible says about marriage. Sometimes uh, uh, people love to say, well, you know, Paul said this and Jesus said that and so forth and so on. Well, they, they all agreed uh, about uh, the sanctity of marriage, the permanence of marriage, uh, the priority of marriage, the necessity of, of marriage. That uh, uh, And when marriage is under assault, uh, uh, human flourishing is under assault. And so uh, Paul speaks to us uh, about various uh, aspects of, uh, of marriage uh, and uh, uh, some of the issues that, that indeed uh, flow uh, into and through and from marriage. And then uh, a word about uh, idols and, and uh, the question of whether or not to, to eat of food that uh, would be sold in the meat market that had been used in the sacrifice to pagan gods. And so he's got uh, advice as to how uh, to, uh, to deal with that. And, and, and the upshot of this, and it's a very broad and very important pr pr principle for Christian uh, living, is that no matter what kind of freedoms we may assert for ourselves, and, and and indeed, indeed, biblically and rightfully uh, enjoy uh, that we always need to be concerned that what we do or what we don't do is not a, an occasion, a cause for the stumbling of our brother, that out of love for our brother, uh, we, uh, we would willingly uh, give up that which may be uh, even ours to in, enjoy. And so, uh, important word for us, and then uh, chapter 9, I think, uh, Paul continues to expound on the idea uh, that even as an apostle, while he had certain privileges and certain rights that should have been, uh, should have been his, that, that accrued to him because of uh, who he was and what God had called him to do, the particular mantle that God had placed upon him, uh, he says that he does not take advantage of that, those rights. That he has a particular uh, reason, a, a particular uh, concept uh, as to how he should live, how he should discharge this ministry, and it involves uh, a willing uh, surrender of his rights. And then uh, he, he goes into some details, and I've always found this to be uh, such a fascinating portion. So uh, look at verse 24, beginning there, or in, in chapter 9. And Paul begins with a, a question, do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. Now again, he's being a bit illustrative here. He wants to illustrate a point. He appeals to what was a, 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 fair, a fairly common knowledge there in Corinth because it was the site of the second largest Olympic 
type athletic festival in the ancient world, the Corinthian or Isthmian uh, games. And so there were all types of competitions that took place there. And so they were aware of uh, races and different things of, of that nature. And he says, in a race, there's a, a place you start, there's a place you finish, there's a way that you run. There's just certain rules. And if you violate those rules, you're disqualified. You can't win the prize. And he makes the, the analogy to the Christian life, that there are certain rules or certain guidelines that we should follow that, that uh, should we violate them, uh, then we would be disqualified, that we could not uh, win or finish uh, the race. And so the analogy, again, would be if it is a worthwhile endeavor for a runner, a racer, uh, to engage in bodily discipline for the sake of winning a, a wreath, a, a, a Stephanus, a, a crown made of, uh, of leaves uh, that, that fades away very quickly. If it is of any worthwhile effort uh, to discipline your body to, uh, to gain the victory there, then how much more so uh, should the follower of Christ? run the race of the Christian life faithfully with discipline, uh, so indeed they would not be disqualified. And so he says that, that I, I beat my body, I, I buffet my body, I believe it's the old King James, and that's not buffet, that's buffet, that is bring my body under the sanctified will that I uh, have through the, the, the influence and the work of the Holy Spirit in my life. Uh, so that I will not live according to the dictates even of my physical body, that I will not let my, my hunger, my, my thirst, or, or any other physical desire dictate how I live. And in practicing that type of self-control, I practice a, a type or an aspect of godliness so that uh, when sin comes knocking, I know what discipline and self-control are. And so even as an apostle, uh, he is aware uh, that he could so fail in such a disastrous manner that it would discredit him as a messenger of the gospel and it would disqualify him uh, for uh, service, further service. And even and the word disqualify is the Greek adakamos, which is uh, uh, the concept of testing something to see if it's genuine or counterfeit. Uh, even I think Paul has in the back of his mind that I have to persevere. Thank, thankfully, God preserves those that are his, but by, by the way of, of, of self-discipline, uh, I ensure that my confession would ultimately not be proven in genuine by, my proving, by proving myself to be not righteous, but unrighteous, and therefore undermine and discredit uh, everything that I have said and everything that I've done. It's a great thought for us today, uh, I think, for us to, to think about the responsibilities of godly, disciplined uh, living. And so I pray that this is a blessing to your day, and I look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.